Now, we got my big brother coming up. My big brother E, yes sir, come on. Yeah, to give y'all that word. Y'all show y'all love. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be made glad in it. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go in the house of the Lord. The Bible also says, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praises shall continually be in my mouth that my, my soul shall make her boast in the Lord and the humble shall hear it and be glad. Oh, magnify the name of the Lord with me. And come on, let us exalt his name together. Now that applause is good for me. In comparison to Jesus, I'm nothing but a peasant. Can we give some glory to the King of Kings? Can we give some glory to the Lord of Lords? Come on. Can we give some glory to Alpha and Omega? Can we give some glory to the beginning of the end? Can we give some glory to King Jesus? Is there anybody in here today? Who done bless the Lord with me? Has God kept you all week? Has God kept you all week? If so, would you give God a mighty hand clap of praise? Amen. Amen to the glory of God. I need, there go my sound. Amen, amen. You may be seated in the presence of our God. For those of me that know, I go by the name of Reverend E. I'm the, uh, one of the associate ministers here at Ivy Baptist Church, and so I am truly blessed to be here with you all today and to, to share a word from God. Who need a word today? Anybody need a word today? That should be all of us. All the preliminaries is already done, so I could jump right into the word. Amen. Amen. Would you please stand? Would you please stand? So pastor has been preaching this series entitled Get Up Off That Thing, where we be diving into the, not only the fruits, but the gifts of the spirit. Today, pastor's at First Baptist Church preaching an installation, and so we're going to take a break off of Get Off That Thing, but I want to remix it. Beloved, today I'm on assignment today. I pray that everyone gets blessed. But there is a specific group of people that God has called me to preach to today. I want to talk to the preachers. I want to talk to the leaders. I want to talk to anyone today who's on the verge of giving up. For any preacher who maybe feel like they want to quit the ministry, any leader at Ivy right now that says, you know what, this is too much. I want to speak to the college student who's thinking about dropping out. I want to talk to the youth right now who's thinking about throwing in the towel. I want to talk to those of us today who is barely hanging on by a thread. But somehow, some way, we keep it moving. It is you who I want to speak to today. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6. The book of Hebrews, chapter 6. 
If you're near Genesis, you're in the wrong part of the Bible. Kind of Bible study. The book of Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. I'm reading from the NIV. When you got to say, let's go. God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. And the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. We want each of you to show the same diligence to the very end. So that what you hope for may be fully realized. Verse 12 says, we do not want you to become lazy. But to imitate those who through faith and patience inherit what has been promised. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of our God. Once again, proud to be preaching from get it off that thing. Today, I want to preach from the title, Don't Quit on That Thing. Mm. Don't quit on that thing. Don't quit on that thing. Pray with me. God, I need you now. You know what I need, God. Father, I pray that you would give me what is necessary to make preaching easy. God, I pray that you will not allow my frailty to get in the way. That the people of God can see all of you and none of me. God, I am your instrument. You can play me in any key you want to hear. For the sole purpose of giving you glory and to encourage and edify your people. And so God, I pray that you will be with us today. Let your word go forth with demonstration and power. And I'll give your name out the honor, glory, and praise. In the name that's above every name, that is Jesus the Christ's name, we pray. And if you love the Lord, say amen. Do not quit on that thing. Meech, I believe that every believer, spiritual leader, and even pastor can attest to the toll that the journey of life can take on us. Nikki, that the life has a way of persistently weighing on us to the point of spiritual burnout and emotional unrest. Cases of anxiety and depression are trending higher than before. People are wrestling with loneliness and are pouring from empty cups due to the relentless demand of our responsibilities and seemingly there is no relief appearing in sight. Subsequently, we get frustrated beyond our limits and we get broken beyond our breaking points and we just do not know how much more life we can take. In the words of the young people, sometimes life just keep on lifing. But in the remix of the great philosopher and poet Tupac Shakur, I am not a quitter, but don't push me. I'm not a quitter, but don't push me.
I'm not a quitter, but if I get one more text message, I might lose it. I'm not a quitter, but if my boss micromanaged me one more time, I might lose it. I'm not a quitter, but if I get one more text that somebody's in the hospital, I might lose it. I ain't a quitter. But if these kids call my name one more time, I might lose it. I'm not a quitter. But if I get one more bill from Navient, I might lose it. Sometimes I feel like just telling God that life would be much easier, that parenting would be much easier, being a husband would be much easier, my calling would be much easier if life didn't get in the way so much. Life would be so much easier, Deacon Tops, if life just did not get in the way so much. And that's why every Sunday you come in here, you shouldn't need a preacher to hype you up. You shouldn't need an organ to pump you up because you made it through another week of all the hell that you have been through. You made it through another week. God has kept you. God has sustained you. And you should celebrate every time God wakes you up in the morning. Is there anybody in here today who can testify a preacher? You don't know the hell that I went through this week, and I barely got here this morning, but somehow, someway, God woke me up. He started me on my way. He kept me in my right mind, gave me the mobility of my limbs, gave me the faculty of my mind. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know the stress I've endured, and I want to give glory today to God who has kept me all week. That's why you should never need anyone. Matter of fact, next tomorrow morning, when you wake up tomorrow morning, the first thing you should do is not grab your phone. The first thing you should do is not go on to TikTok. The first thing you should not do, even brush your teeth. As soon as you wake up tomorrow morning, I want you to give God glory for keeping you through all the mess that you've been through, keeping you through all your bills, keeping you through all your aches and pains, because our God is a keeper. Sometimes life keeps life in, but somehow, some way, Reverend Pretlow, God keeps on keeping on. God keeps on sustaining us. God keeps on preserving us, even if times get hard. And so today, I want to speak to those of us who may have been experiencing life in a way where you feel like giving up, giving up on that thing. Today, I want to speak to those of us who are one step away from quitting school. I want to talk to the entrepreneur who is one step away from giving up their dreams about their business. I want to talk to the leader in this church who feels burnt out and stressed out. And I hope today that the Lord will give you a word that will give you the encouragement to keep on keeping on, to give you the encouragement to run on and see what the end going to be. If you're ready for the word, say let's go. I got three. That's it. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a Baptist preacher. I got three points. Got three nuggets, three motivations to why you should keep on keeping on, the reason why you should not quit on that thing. 
the first reason why you should not quit on this thing it is because your serving, your giving, your leadership is not in vain. Your serving is not in vain. Watch this. Verse 10. It says that God is not unjust. He will not forget your work. And the love you have shown him as you have helped his people and continue to help them. God is not unjust, Deke. That he was to forget all the great things that you are doing for the kingdom. Do you know that there is a phenomenon going on in our country right now that employees are leaving employers in masses? That the first, one of the first times in a very long time that employees has more leverage than the employer. And one of the reasons why employees are leaving their employers because they feel burnt out and they feel like they're not being recognized for all the hard work that they do. What do you mean I put in all this overtime? What do you mean I do all the things you asked me to do? What do you mean that you sat there and put me on blast in the meeting and I ain't cut your behind now? And there's nothing that you can do to give me recognition for all the hard work that I'm doing. You know what? The first time in our country, the employees say, you know what? Peace. I'm out. If you don't give me the recognition I deserve, I know somebody else will. And I want to give somebody encouragement today that somebody may be serving in the church. You may be serving at your school. You may be serving at your organization, putting in all that sacrifice, putting in all that hard work, putting in all those countless hours, and you feel like nobody has even said thank you. But let me give you a word of encouragement. A thank you and a hand clap from y'all is okay. But a hand clap from God can go go a mighty long way. And I want to encourage somebody today that God sees everything that you do in private. Matter of fact, the Bible tells me, Bob, that whatever you do in private, God rewards in public. So let me give you the encouragement to keep on serving, keep on preaching, keep on teaching, keep on sacrificing because God sees your work. God sees everything that you are doing to help the people. God sees everything that you are doing in, in, in the kingdom. And this is my encouragement to you. Matter of fact, Paul puts it like this. Don't grow weary in well-doing. Don't grow weary in well-doing because the Bible says in due season, God will give you a blessing. Is there anybody in here today that can testify that I may be a little bit tired? I may be a little bit weary. Y'all don't hear me preaching. I may be a little bit tired. I may be a little bit weary, but I'm going to keep on because God got a blessing in his store. The hand class for y'all is good, but... It is God who I want to impress. Your hand claps can get me fine about two seconds. But it's something about when God rewards you for all the work that you're doing. What is your hand clasp from man when God can grant you favor? Supernatural favor. Because all the things that you are sacrificing and going without the recognition. I want to talk to the leader today who feels like they're not recognized, feel like they're under the cover, and they can't be seen for the things that they're doing. God got a blessing in for you.
All right. First point, you're serving out of vain. God sees everything that you're doing. God's going to bless you in due season. Second reason, I'm almost out of here. Second reason why you shouldn't quit on that thing. That thing could be mean anything that means to you. It could be your job, your marriage, your ministry, your calling. The second reason why you shouldn't quit for that thing, don't quit before your breakthrough. Ten people got it. Don't quit before your breakthrough. Here it is, verse 12, verse 11. He says, we want each of you to show the same diligence. Get this, Carla, to the very end. So that what you hope for <laughs> may be fully realized. Let me teach you something, as my grandma would say. Your destiny, your calling, your dreams and vision, it is not a spiritual secret. The plans that God has for you, it may be a secret, it may not be, a, it may be a secret to others in the natural realm. <laughs> oh no, but it's not a secret in the spiritual realm. You know how I know? Because, because of your destiny, because of your purpose, because of the things that God has you to do, God has assigned angels to make sure they order your steps, to make sure you get to where you want to get to. I want to thank God today for every angel, both in the natural realm and the supernatural realm, that God has sent me to help me to accomplish my destiny. But get this. If the angels know your destiny, so does the devil. I feel my help coming. The enemy knows. He has a glimpse into the things that God wants you to do. So maybe that's the reason why that as you inch closer to your breakthrough and you inch closer to your destiny and you inch closer to your purpose, it feels like everything's going wrong and all hell is broken loose. Is that the reason why each time I get a little bit closer to my destiny, it feels like everything's going wrong, all arguments are coming out of anywhere, it feels like my money ain't right, my body aching, it seems like every time I get a little closer, it makes me want to quit. That's by design, because the enemy knows what will happen if you get through the other side. But let me encourage you today, Ivy Baptist, that whatever that God may have for you, keep on pressing, honey. Keep on fighting, honey, because there's a breakthrough on the other side. Is there anybody in here who can testify that I've been going through it? I've been wrestling that night, but let me give you the encouragement. There's a breakthrough on the other side. That thing that you've been praying for, that thing you've been fasting for, that thing you've been asking God for years, it's on the other side of this test. Is there anybody who can testify that I'm going to keep on running and seeing what the end going to be? <laughs> don't, don't quit before your breakthrough. Don't, don't quit before the finish line. 
Anybody who runs track, anybody who runs marathon would tell you that the hardest part of a marathon is not the first 24 miles, it's the last two. It's the last two. What would it look like if you would run the race all this way and just because you get a little body ache, just because you're a little thirsty, just because you're hurting a little bit, you don't see it all the way through. Let me give you the encouragement today. The thing that God has on the other side of this trial, it's going to block that, knock your socks off. The thing that you've been praying for, the thing that you've been hoping for, the thing that you wanted to materialize is on the other side of this trial. Do not quit before you break through. Show the same diligence <laughs> to the very end. So what you hope for may be fully realized. And here it is. Last point to encourage you on not how to quit that thing. You must pattern your faith to overcomers. You need to pattern your faith to overcomers. Huh. See, I see all on social media, everybody got relationship goals. Couple goals. Oh my God, Michelle and Obama. Oh my God, those are my couple goals. I love them so. We got body goals. Got all these other goals, but you know the goals we don't get? Faith goals. <laughs> we, we don't got faith goals. We, 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 we want to be like everything. We want to be built, chiseled, have the perfect relationship, have the perfect financial goals. But what about our faith goals. What about the people that you know who know how to get a prayer through? Y'all can celebrate all these other goals that you want to. Right now I want to celebrate my praying grandmama because I had a grandma that could pray for me. She ain't had a lot of money. She ain't have a lot of things to her name. But boy, she could get a prayer through. And I want to thank God today that I had examples of my life of what faith looks like. Watch it. It says in verse 13. Here it is. So I ain't lying. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this, Bill. He says, we do not want you to become lazy. It's the word. I ain't lying to y'all. But to imitate those who through faith and patience inherited what has been promised. <laughs> Don't get lazy now, Ivy. Don't get lazy now, preacher. Do not get lazy now, teacher. Do not get lazy now, business owner. Because things are getting a little tough. What we want you to do is to imitate those who through faith and patience got the blessing they were looking for. That's the reason why that sometimes that we got to give credit and give reverence to our ancestors. 
that no matter what they endured and no matter what they went through, somehow, some way, they had the patience and the and the and the gall to see what God had for them. And then I'll ask you then, you gotta you gotta imitate the, the faith of overcomers. You gotta make sure that you have people in your circle that you can look up to because it, it is when you're going through trials and tribulations, if you can point out or see somebody that you know went through the same thing and God brought them out, if God can do it for you, then God can do it for me. Is there anybody in here who can testify that I know that God can do it for me because God did it for you? I'm almost out of here. You got to have people in your circle that you can look to. If, if, if you don't take an annual inventory of who's in your circle, you're calling yourself an injustice. I got a question. For all of my entrepreneurs, you should have a circle of successful entrepreneurs so that you can have a physical identity of what success looked like. If you are a teacher, you should have a circle of successful and elongated teachers so that they can show you what perseverance and faith in the teaching industry looks like. It's because when you have an example of somebody who made it after all the things they've been through, it helps you to keep on pressing on. Don't believe me? Here it is. Dick and Flo. So, probably about two months ago, my daughter, Asa, uh, I'm going to put this clearly, she does not have leg problems until it's time to go to bed. Linda Levi, not a single leg problem all day until it's time to go to bed. So for two, three nights in a row, 7.55, no leg problems. Eight o'clock, time to go to bed, leg problems. Can't sleep with these leg problems. Leg restless. I was like, all right, all right. See, I'm Old Testament. There was only but so much. I'm going to take it out. So it was the fourth night in a row. 75, no leg problems. 805, leg problems. Legs are restless. Can't take it. And so she was, I heard her complain about this for about an hour. So it was about 905. Still got these nocturnal leg problems. So, Dickie Boy, what I did was, I said, all right, you know what? You know what I can fix these leg problems? A two-mile run. Put on your sweats. She hopped up, put on her sweats. We went for a run at 9.30 at night. Now, true story, you guys. Now, from my house to about Walgreens, about a three-quarter mile run. So, I got, come on, we're going to run to the store. So, we out there running. And to my surprise, this little girl is smoking me. 
she is running so fast. I'm like, wait a second. This is supposed to be a punishment. You ain't supposed to like this. She was running so fast. We, we made it to the Walgreens in about five minutes. So I said, you know what? I'm going to fix that too. I went to Walgreens. Ask her. I bought a gallon of water. We're going to carry this gallon of water home. And by we, I mean her. I'm going to put them legs to the test. So I handed the water. She said, hey, Dad, you going to carry this? I said, no, I'm not. You're going to carry that weight. You're going to carry that heaviness all the way home. But what shocked me about our run home, because we ran home, and she had that gallon of water the entire time. She had that extra weight on her the entire time. She had that heaviness on her the entire time. About halfway through the run, I'm looking at her running with me with that additional weight. And I'm like, how in the world is she doing this? How in the world is she keeping that weight and still running and still keeping up with me? So we made it all the way back to the house. We made it all the way to the house. Guess what? And she carried our water. She ran with that water gallon the entire way home. I was so proud of that girl. I almost cried. But there was something that was itching me that I had to ask her. Because you had all that weight on you, baby. You had all that heaviness on you, baby. You had that added weight on you, baby. How exactly were you able to hold on to that weight and not drop it and keep on running. And the answer that she gave me, Rita, brought tears to my eyes because she looked at me and said, Daddy, I was looking at you the entire time and because you didn't give up, I won't give up either. Let's ride out of here. Good day, y'all, Baptist. I'm going to check y'all later. But before I go, is there anybody in here today who got somebody they can look to to keep them encouraged, to keep them pressing, to keep them running, to see what the end gonna be. I feel it. Is there anybody in here who can testify? I got a prayer partner. I got a prayer grandmother. I got a spouse that I can look to to give me encouragement when I need it. But let me tell you something. If you ain't got nobody that you can look to, let me give you Somebody, his name, I feel churchy, his name, his name, his name is King Jesus. The Bible tells me if you need somebody to look to, to give you hope, the Bible says, I will lift up my eyes. I will lift up my eyes unto the hill which come in my help because all of my help, all of my help, all, 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 all of my help, it comes from the Lord. Is there anybody in here today who want to thank God that when I feel like 
giving up when I felt like throwing in the towel. I had somebody to look to in King Jesus. It was a Friday. They beat him all day. They beat him all day. They beat him all day. They crucified him. They spit on him. Did all they could. But somehow, somewhere, he got through it. And if Jesus got through it, and the same spirit that's in Jesus, if the same spirit that's in me, then I'm going to give God glory because I got somebody. I want to encourage the person right now who feels like giving up. Don't you give up, honey. Keep on pressing. Keep on running. Keep on seeing what the end going to be. Keep on fighting. Every now and again, it's okay to take a knee. Every now and again, it's okay to take a break. But let me prophetically encourage you. Don't you quit on that thing. Don't you quit on that thing. Don't you quit on that dream. Don't you quit on that destiny. Don't you quit on your family. Don't you quit. Don't you quit. Don't you, Philly. Don't you quit. Is there anybody in here who feels? Your service not in vain. Your sacrifice is not in vain. Your hard work is not in vain. God sees it all. And in due season, he's going to reward every bit of work and of obedience you have given unto him. Don't quit before your breakthrough. You are on the fringes of a miracle. I feel it. You are on the fringes of a miracle. The enemy is trying to stop you from the manifestation that God wants in your life. So he's turning the heat up. Betting you'll turn away. You done done all that hard work now. You might as well see it through. Then pattern yourself, pattern your faith to overcomers. What kept Asa running with me wasn't just sheer athleticism. She saw somebody not giving up too. 
reevaluate your circle. Make sure you got people that you can look to who either has accomplished or has identified success of what you're trying to do. That's how you don't quit on this thing. Get up off that thing and don't quit on this thing because the temptation will be there. The temptation is always also present to quit because it's easier. Don't quit on that thing. Keep it moving. Amen. Amen. We'll send it to the wrap up. Amen, amen. What a word from my big brother E. Um, don't quit on that thing. Now listen, we've been in a ministry moment for a while now, but to get a word for those of us that are not trying to join, but those who have been working in service, whether that's in ministry or out of that, um, to have an encouraging word about don't quit on that thing. Definitely timely, definitely timely. Um, but before I get to the lovely sister leader, um, I do want to kind of recap what we spoke about last week um, from Ms. Angela Jones, um, dealing with the marketing and the media ministries here at the church. Um, there are definitely opportunities to help, whether that's with content creation, being on the church grounds, working the church office, special events and things of that nature. Um, you can contact Sister Angela Jones at marketing at ivbaptistchurch.org. So please feel free to reach out for that. We are definitely still in need of help. Um, so now, like I said, have Sister Lita Booger here. How are you doing today? Fine. You sure? <laughs> I, I love it now. You're good. You're good. Um, and she is leading um, our ministry in arts um, ministry here at Ivy Baptist Church. <laughs> so y'all hear the love. So clearly, uh, we definitely still um, have more opportunities. So I'll ask you, um, as far as the ministry, while you do have a lot of love and a lot of people with you, what do you see um, as far as growth in your ministry? Well, we have to have the heart of God. We have to know the word of God in order to minister the word of God. We are dance ministers. So in order for us to do what we do, we got to give God glory first. Yes, man. Listen, she and let the record be straight. Dance ministers. Don't don't just say dancers. Dance ministers. I heard you. I felt it. I, I kind of felt like I was in trouble. But yes, dance ministers to let that be known for sure. Um, so, OK. So in that sense, what opportunities are available to serve? Well, we have every opportunity. We um, start from age four and all the way up to our seniors, which are 55 and above. So if you have the heart to dance for the Lord, to minister for him, we don't have, you don't have to have any form of training, but just have that heart to want to minister and show his emotion and the heart of God and to not entertain the congregation, but to lead them into worship so that God can give all glory and all praise. I don't want to talk anymore after you. Uh, wow. Um, now, that's, that's huge. And to hear that what you're requiring is the exact same thing God requires, just the heart. So that is amazing. Oh, so for those that do have that heart that um, you are speaking of, how will they get in contact with you? You can contact me at danceforhim 
at gmail.com. That's dance, that's D-A-N-C-E, the number four, him, H-M, 242 at gmail.com. Yes, ma'am. Listen, the record is straight. Dance ministers, not entertainment, none of that. We got some more ministry to do in dance. So thank you very much, Sister Lita. That is our ministry moment, and we'll kick it back to Reverend E to close us out. Amen. Ministry in arts. Lita will correct you in a second. Make sure you get it right. Y'all, I hope that you all are seeing the importance of this series that we are in. Many hands make light work. I believe the reason why the Lord put this sermon on my heart because for a very long time it has been little hands, a lot of work. And there may be some of us today who get burnt out and say, no, I don't want to feel like doing it anymore because I ain't got the help. I ain't got the support. There's, there's, these leaders have been praying for you all. Praying that the gift in you would somehow ignite and come support this ministry as we advance the kingdom through this church, through our city, through the world. Get up off that thing. And to those who are feeling like they're about to burn out, don't you quit on that thing. Amen. Let's say peace out to uh, our online. Oh, man. Matter of fact, listen, y'all. Y'all can tell. I, first, uh, if you want to join our church, I was about to say peace out that fast. Ready to go home, take a nap. Uh, hey, if you have been coming to Ivy, and you have been partnering with us, you've been worshiping with us, and you say, you know what? I want to get up off my thing. I got a gift. I got a talent I want to give. I want to help advance this, the message of Jesus Christ to the world. Or you just want to partner with us. You ain't got to come down the aisle. Like the old Baptist church, you got to come down the aisle all nervous and stiff. Nah, we... Text at Join Ivy to 81010. After service, if this message, if this word, of this impartation that God has done to us today, prick your heart, you want to give your life to God, we'll be here right after service. We want to love on you. We want to show you how you use your gifts and your talents in a way that can glorify the kingdom. Amen. So once again, if you are, you've been coming here for five years. Giving you $8.85. Go ahead, join this church, y'all. <laughs> Text that joy at join after 81010. Amen. Amen. All right, let's wave to our online audience. Tell them peace out. Adios. Saranara. Ciao.